Welcome to Northwest Passages, the program that features books or authors with a connection to the Pacific Northwest. I'm your host, Douglas Fur, and on today's episode, we will continue with another passage from Boys on the Boat, the story about the underdog University of Washington rowing team who goes on to win the 1936 Olympic gold. The story's main character, Joe Rance, lived on Silberhorn Road right here in Squim. In this passage, we'll hear about how the virtually orphaned Joe Rance tried to scrape by when his family left him alone in Squim when he was just a teenager. The game warden sneaked up on Joe from behind. Joe was standing on a long gravel bar in the Dungeness River, studying a pool, looking for salmon, and the sound of rushing water muffled the warden's footfall. Sizing Joe up and calculating that he might not prevail in a head-to-head contest, the warden picked up a sturdy piece of driftwood, took careful aim, and brought it crashing down on the back of Joe's head. Joe pitched forward onto the gravel bar unconscious. He came to a few moments later, just in time to see an enraged Harry Secor chasing the warden down the river, wielding a gaffing pole like a spear. The warden disappeared into the woods, but Joe and Harry knew he'd be back with reinforcements. The jig was up. They never snagged another salmon. After his cross-country trip, Joe spent the rest of the summer of 1934 in the still half-finished house on Silberhorn Road in Squim, desperately trying to conjure up enough money to get himself through another school year. He cut more hay, dug more ditches, dynamited more stumps, and spread more hot black asphalt on Highway 101. Mostly, though, he worked in the woods with Charlie McDonald. Charlie had decided he needed a new roof on his farmhouse. One afternoon, he harnessed his draft horses to a buckboard and took Joe upriver hunting for cedar. The upper reaches of his property had been logged for the first time just a dozen years before. The loggers had had their pick of the virgin timber still growing along that section of the Dungeness. Towering Douglas firs and massive western red cedars. Some of the cedars had been more than 2,000 years old, and their stumps, seven or eight feet in diameter and just as tall, rose like ancient monuments from a dense tangle of salal, huckleberry, young cottonwoods, and purple plumes of fireweed. In the face of the extraordinary bounty of the massive cedars and valuing them primarily for making roofing shakes and shingles, the men who had cut them down had taken only the prime middle section of each, leaving behind long sections from the tops where the branches were and the bottoms where the trunks began to flare out and the grain of the wood no longer ran perfectly straight and true. Much of what they had left could still be used but only if one knew how to read the wood to decipher its inner structure. That passage was from Boys on the Boat by Daniel James Brown. Next week, we'll hear the story about the defining race that helped the University of Washington rowing team set their place on the world stage. If you want more information about the book, which was a New York Times bestseller, you can visit the author's website, www.danieljamesbrown.com. So until next time, this is Douglas Fur. Thanks to Connie Fur for her reading. Northwest Passages is a KSQM Studios production.